0: This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah, that's a good DP. And we're back. Uh, Back on Friday's recording. So a couple extra days in there of grotto shenanigans. Madness is all done. What would you guys think?
1: Uh, You know, (laughs) it was really cool to wind up having the piece that I picked up in the auction get me to the finals and you know we've talked about the what are what are you here for part of this a few times and it's going to be a reoccurring theme right and part of what you're here for if you have a one in five chance at a one in one you should take the one in five chance at the one-on-one however and i will say it to his face i was very sad to not have the pool shark piece and I and I actually like that more than the the final, even though we've got the cool like bookend to last year, like the you know, the modern day net cut versus the old basket cut. The joke's great, the piece is great, we can talk about it more. That's where the tinge of regret came in, not the missing, because like I was all in, like there was never a question. He put the form up, you know, it's time to make your decision. You know, by the time the form was posted, I was already filling it out. I'm in, I'm going for the wheel, right? But Man, that pool shark piece is dope. And with it being San Diego State that lost, it's not like I got a flood of new entries going in or anything like that. And I missed on like the last two wheels and on um, and and the final wheel, whatever. So, like for personal experience, it was a bit of a like a dag nabbit. Uh, I would have loved to have been in Dino's shoes where you could play, you could have hypothetically played both angles. And I think if I would have been sitting on two, I actually would have locked in the The other one uh i think it made full sense to do what he did and and go put both in the thing and it obviously paid off uh but no it was great um it was cool to be along for the ride the whole way uh just the wheel was not really kind throughout the event so eh, it is what it is but i i you know i I was part of the buzzer beater crew which we'll talk about it but yeah it was it was great the young three z series is completely fantastic i love the the go kart one, and I'm really glad that I put in a deal to get that. Um, I think I think maybe we wait a week, or maybe we do it tier, But we could probably all rank our uh, our young three Z uh, in order or something like that. I like that series, yeah. Let's let's put it let's give it a week to, to simmer or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my thoughts. It's like it's the uh, what the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. That was my <laughs> tournament, but. No rag you know, put up. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, the good news is now you can you're you're joined my club of someone who has won March Madness, went for the one of one, came up empty. So yeah. n- next year, kids, I think you're probably going to win March Madness <laughs> and you're going to put in for the one of one and you're not going to hit it. I'll tell you that right now. You're definitely not going to hit it if you're still in this spot. Luch would be screaming, Hex,
0: Hex, Hex,
1: yeah. right now. Don't do it. Uh, a good shot to Dino. Uh, I still I still think, if anything, super rare, and he has access to the physical whenever he wants, he just should pass it on. You know,
0: well, let's yeah. talk about this. If he had not given up that other Yukon to Maldor, he would have had three shots, right? So let's talk about Maldor's decision for a second. Crouton taking the art out of the equation. Do you think he made the best play for his
2: wallet? I think, you know, really anyone... Uh, like Luch said is, you know, what are you here for? I don't think there's any wrong decisions in threesomes. Um, You know, he gave himself a shot at something really special that you can't buy. Um, Whereas he could have locked in an edition of nine or 10, which is really cool. But, you know, you can't really ever get a shot at buying a one of one. And if you do, that's, it's going to be very expensive. So it's not very realistic for most of us. So, I, I don't think there was a wrong decision, you know, one way or the other. I do applaud Dino for saying, you know what, I'm going to double my chances at it, knowing that, you know, there's only one, one person's going to hit that one of one. So even in the scenario where he hits it, there's no way to know this, but, you know, theoretically he could have his cake and eat it too, right? Where he takes the guarantee of the addition of 10, which he hit separately though. I'd like to add from separate. So he really played it perfectly. You couldn't have done it any better. Uh, it was pretty cool.
1: And these wheel, the wheel that we use, sure is a cruel mistress. I, I've i often thought for these ones that are like the granddaddy things, like the huge stuff, like at the end of World Cup, at the end of this. I think it'd be fun to have it as a first to hit three times. And I'm not even saying that as being a participant in this one, just in general, because it, it's it's part of our lore, right? But it's that funny rustic like wheel of names generator right now and i know i believe in the future we'll use something a little more smooth but just it's always like what's the algorithm behind this (laughs) you know like it'd be fun to to have like like a rally you know when you talk about these being events and like the things like that i i do think that's one fold and i know it comes off as like a well you didn't hit this time but i think it would have been funny if it was like dino one hits you know dino two hits you know like but then like have two other names and then like the Dino come back on one of his and like both of his, I think would, you know, count as the same or whatever. But like, uh I just like to add like a little more something in there. I think that would be fun down the road at, su- at some of these, it would need to be like a pre-stated, but
0: you know, it Builds the climax more. Yeah,
1: for sure. So, yeah. these really ones that are like the end, but it's like, and it, it's also funny. Like it is just our way to be like, all right, we've got two names on here and it's the Godzilla, you know, like, it's, it's, it is how it is. It's like, but it, like, I always wonder about like a, a couple of them having a little more, like, a, it would be funny to do like a, uh, like a randomizer to like a random number generator and like a thing and like, or just like have some different
0: flip sporting. a coin, roll a
1: die. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think Maldon, it, it goes to like what you talked about with like when Jacob kept his versus auctioning versus trading. It's like, what's your end game? What do you think is the most important? And, you know, like Maldador is doing, you know, he's, he's doing a, um a big owl. He's trying to hit dingers. Sometimes you don't hit dingers, man.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's admirable to, to go dingers. for it. Right. I mean, yeah. that's tough to win and he went for it. And, and additionally, you know, he keeps, he keeps the seeds. So, I mean, that's the key here. Like I, you know, didn't have that great a wheel luck, like Luch was saying, but now I get to keep both
2: of my seeds and seeds get stronger. Until the next chance. So, you know, until the next opportunity where you're, you're forced or asked to burn it. So you get to hang, hang on to it for now. But, so I agree. I don't think there was a wrong choice. Uh, I know three said that there were different ways to play it. And of course there are, Um, but you know, it's an individual decision. And I love I the paint
1: know. on the on the pool table. I, it I just the only tinge of regret is I wish number eight sucked a little. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's it. Like, uh, oh no, your art was too good. So now I still want it. Boo. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Whatever.
0: <laughs> well, Do we're that. excited to see the buzzer beater happen with San Diego State. And a lot of us fell into that bucket. So
1: Yeah, finally, we got one. I, I was very surprised. I thought I thought throughout the tournament we'd see more of that. Um so.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll give a recap. Um you two were both in that game, right? You had you both had San Diego things. Yeah. So you were involved. Um I was out of the tournament at that point. So I was merely a participant, but I chose that game. Uh so I was one of the uh 17, 16, I believe, 16 shares. and I think each of us is coming away with 170-ish inserts. Is that right?
1: What's, so real yeah. quick, what's your understanding on the ones where, like, so, like, it comes out, and the buzzer beater form is for both games, and it's like, how many seeds do you have put in for that? So I put in for two seeds. You should get two shares. Okay, so no. I – Yeah. No. no
2: it's, so since you had one seed playing in that game – you're in that so like if you had a team that's in any sort of a
1: buzzer entry would be for that game
2: but i didn't know
1: i didn't understand. know if there was some like are you still participating in both or something like that so what we found out though is that is valid for another participant though right we got that little bit of news this week we're getting some participants out of this of course we right. are you were, right, right. you were,
0: you know, out of your mind if you thought that that wasn't what was going to happen. Like, I, you have to know at this point that if Threes puts a form out there and is asking you to just burn a couple inserts to play along, you're probably going to get rewarded on the other end of that. And we saw it in World Cup, and it looks like it's something that's going to be a through line through most of our events that we do at this point. So, you know, participate as much as possible. I mean, I missed a couple of those, you know, out on vacation here and there, but I did put in when I was around and, you know, I put in when we won, which was great. So I think I cam- came out positive. And then the last one was what you got to pick um, who scored the most in which half of the game ended up getting that one as well, which I think was a,
2: a pretty substantial payout. I think that's about 400, 450
1: plus. So, yeah, I would nice, just nice slightly man. off the any time you're asked to burn, there should be something coming your way like without without sacrifice there's no rewards here right like i mean it's it's but on these things like i i think i'd set it on here like i i thought there would be some restocking of participants um i think what we're gonna see is like what like a third or half coming back in new ones but also rarer so like there's still going to be harder to use things like that so it's it's like a it's like a good way to like acknowledge yeah we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to execute the project without having some comeback, but it's not like a dilutionary event of them. So I I think it was a really neat way to approach it. The and amount I'll,
0: of inserts went up every time. So it became cost prohibitive for certain people to participate, which brings the addition size down for that particular participant. Like you're saying, like, and was, I love the participant series.
1: Five or, what did you say? The, what did he say for the final one? 25 or less? Or something.
0: Can't remember. it's around that I, It might be under 20 i don't know i think it was
2: 22 or 23 awesome but
0: I mean, we seven. know 22 is a very uh very good number for addition sizes
1: so <laughs> should we assume or do you want to uh consider if they're basketball related participation do you have any ideas what they might be
2: i wouldn't i, I wouldn't think they're exclusively you know derived from from that i would okay. imagine there's Many ways to
1: consider participation,
2: especially
1: the, with now the, the young threesies. The top ones were ones ba- were baseball, so I mean it could just still be baseball. Um, I think I think something like if they were basketball themed, I think shorty shorts would be one. Like like two short basketball shorts. Um, uh, <laughs> be of playing. Uh, you know the riding. I guess you could have like just like the bench warmer same like you could focus on like what's going on in the dugout if you switch it you keep it with baseball you know uh i don't know like seed seed spitters you know or something like that have your your, your guys with your seeds that it ride the pie and stuff like that i don't know well, uh,
0: the other interesting thing about participants is we just learned that there's gonna be a new team shout out rob Ness in Nez. this season right Call the participants if people aren't like playing well on their team not contributing to their team they can kind of be pushed down into the participant category there and I wonder how that ties into the cards at all
2: yeah well I think that their general manager is going to whip them into shape I think Ness will do a fantastic job you'll you'll have no trouble getting in touch with them and he'll have plenty of strategy to share with you I imagine I don't know I won't be on the participants, but I, I, I'll be living vicariously through those participants. I wonder if they'll have to, like, burn a participant to come back, like, once they're
0: ready. Once the GM's ready to accept them back, they have to burn a participant. I,
1: I don't think so. So, the way I understand it, like, this this is a pretty good segue. I mean, do we have anything else from March Madness?
0: No, if we do, we can pepper it in if we
1: forget. I mean, so the new season's coming. Um, you know, we can talk about that real quick on the participant end of it. It's, it is a migration of your contract to that team. Um, and following whatever that time of your contract is, other teams can sign you. If you show you are worth being signed, if not, you'll just be on the free agents. There's not this, <clears throat> I know there's a lot of times we shouldn't speak for utility or project you know, forward and stuff like that. But the idea of burning a participant just wouldn't be in line with this being another team. It is literally, um, you know, the way everybody approached that first pick and stuff like that is. You talked about we already talked about it getting our hands tied in the project once. You know, contracts were made. You know the 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 style of seasons has stretched a bit and things like that, where there's just people that are going to be kind of deadweight and tie a team's hands from like keeping active participants involved in in real teams so like this is a solution to that that doesn't violate what they were already promised so like it's not going to add a new barrier to entry to re-entry the barrier to re-entry is going to be that person whether or not they change their ways or whatever. So at the end yeah. of the day, that's a GM decision? That's just like, yeah, we'll bring you back up. You've,
0: you've changed your ways. Well,
1: there's no bringing back. Like, their contract isn't yours anymore. If we, if we trade person A to the participants, we don't have an exclusive pullback on them. You know, we can look at if we wanted to re-sign that person down the road, so could any other team. This isn't a temporary designation. This isn't a AAA ball club. This is a gotcha. team rights
2: i would consider it akin to the doghouse you're being sent there for a particular reason you're not going to send top performers off your team
1: so but there's not going to be like an extra like okay now that you come back you got to burn a 200 or something like that it's not it's not leaving the grotto it's just your contract is no longer with that first team
0: let's talk about why uh that was introduced do you think in this season Um, Do you think it has to have anything to do with like the head-to-head matchups that we're having? Um, Yeah, I I think that's
2: definitely, definitely a component of it. But additionally, he kind of mentioned it, he alluded to it on the LFG, where a certain type of player commands a disproportionate amount of GM's times. And they oftentimes happen to be pretty marginal and don't really justify the amount of time and effort that are you spent on them so the participants is a really fantastic place to put them where they can decide whether or not they'd like to become a larger part of the project engage more spend more time with the project etc i don't know what do you guys think
0: i think it's going to be fun to get matched up against the participant team let's say you know we get matched up with your participants are we going to wipe the floor with them or do you think that somehow they'll band together by being participants together
1: you know what i mean well there's, really? there's gonna be, you know, as we talk about the way the season, not everything's out, you know, there's been hints of things, there's been hints of like uh there will be some kind of formula to
2: get a spread. Yeah. 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 It you has know? to be
0: evened out. There's different team sizes, it just doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah. I think it's I think it's the good addition though. You gotta think about when we drafted these teams a year ago. A lot has changed we didn't have any sort of frame of reference to go off of and we saw people paying top dollar for large and og wallets and i think a collective discovery is that that isn't a proxy for giving a shit. having a nice collection is fantastic and when used intelligently and thoughtfully can be a really fantastic asset but Someone who just has happened to be here the summer of 2021 and filled forms out and then tuned out isn't worthy of uh, hundreds and hundreds of threepenny per season. And if they don't care, there's really no way to make them care. Uh, That's I think that's a, a lesson that every team has discovered. And resources and time are better spent on new people who are highly motivated, engaged demonstrate commitment, et cetera. I certainly feel that way. I think we've seen that in the off season signings as well,
0: where we, you know, you identify people who come into the grotto and they're very enthusiastic. They show that they're here to to play. They go and buy the things they need to buy swipes. You know, we saw razor come in and, you know, he bought a dot, dot pigeon this week, bought up a bunch of card and stuff. So I feel like, you know, we see it all the time. People, they snap and they get it. Like there's a, a clicking point and they're like, Oh shit. I'm going to get this stuff now because it's never going to be this cheap
2: again. And that's like basically every card in the collection at this point. Yeah. I see, I see a lot more promise and upside and someone that I'd be willing to spend time teaching and coaching. I'd so much rather invest that time in someone who is new, who's thoughtful, who demonstrates that they care and they want to learn. And then they show you with their actions that they care. And I mean, we have so many success stories, but, you know, on our team alone, you know, Ordrex is a fantastic example, right? He's been here for about six months. He certainly doesn't have, um, you know, a wallet like Bowsi, but we got rid of Bausy virtually immediately once we realized exactly what that looked like. Um, and I'd, I'd take a million Ordrexes over, I'd take, I'd, I'd, let me inverse that, I'd take I'd take one Ordrex versus 10 to 20 Bowsies, they're worthless.
0: Yeah, I think we overvalued holder utility, I think, the first draft around where we're like, okay, that's going to matter a lot. And -hmm. I think we've shifted that to, I mean, burning is still probably the number one effective way to hit, right? Like burning a massive amount of inserts. I think we saw that last season, like the biggest burners are the ones that are coming home with the most base cards. Um, Who was the MVP? Was that Blue Orgy last time around? Mm -hmm. Burned every fucking insert he had? (laughs) Yeah,
2: sure did. Yeah. Yeah let yeah. it go burn burn baby burn what do you think Luch? as far as everything that i kind of just said about <laughs> you know how you Recruiting. how you think about people a year ago versus how you think about them today as you evaluate bringing them onto your team and your franchise
1: uh you know some of it obviously was built for the way it was at the time right mm-hmm. um i still think from our approach uh you know we Always committed to like the first two seasons kind of seeing our idea through and some of it is not not like trying to trying to think how to phrase this is appreciating different collector levels uh because i want to attract or i want to provide a spot for people that would have been like me um who are very interested but may only have xyz per cycle to spend and xyz is very low on you know that one and try to pepper them in with some others like we try to try to have a a certain mix of like okay yeah you're brand new let's see you know let's kind of give you a home where you can see what's going on and things like that and have some ones that have been here and the mid you know just like you know like people just kind of doing the red we wanted the the buffet right and just be a a spot to maybe you don't get it today but maybe you're getting it or you will and i and i'm still good with that cuz like i took a lot of inspiration from how ratro kind of saw things uh you know as far as like involvement even if it doesn't see like it's here right now um so you know we we have a certain approach that's that's Maybe not everybody right now is is on board or is excited. And again, and I kind of get it through cycles of the seasons and stuff. Maybe some of the events don't make as much sense for them. But I think what's really going to be the... After we fall out of our bit of our grace period this season, right? Is you see these things of like, if you didn't do... If you didn't participate in something you were around for eight months ago, you're not going to have success or even as good a time you know down the road not saying somebody can't join today what i'm talking about is people that were here that took it for granted they're going to find they wish they had done it for that other thing so they're going to find themselves on the way on the way out some of them too so um you know there's there's a couple that if i could just hit the reset button sure i had a co-owner that push some ideas on us that's not with the project anymore and whatever. Um, But I still like to be a bit of that second chance thing, but I'm also pretty excited about the participant option coming up for a few. So I I have, I have a longer string for it. And I think the season energizes people. I think the, uh, the switch to, you know, this length of time between seasons r- was a bit jarring for the way some people collect. Um, and and we're gonna just find out more through this one. And I it was part of the ramp of how I viewed it, of seeing how it shook out over a couple. So what are you guys
0: expecting to see out of free agency this time around? Um, you know, a bunch of people coming in, we've got five people coming. Like, how many people do you think declare?
1: Free agency has been ongoing over the last year, right? Like we've got one more door open before the season starts. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, obviously at least five or six. Um, I don't know if other people, here's the thing. If you're, if you're not, if you're sitting on the fence of free agency, you're not going to be listening to this pod <laughs> probably, but you know, three's pointed it out the other day. It's what three, 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 three penny now. And you're yeah. going to get your rookie cards. And it's just the biggest fucking no-brainer there is in collecting. 100%. Who wouldn't, which one of us wouldn't swap the test right now to buy 10 rookie cards, right? Yeah. Right now for that amount.
0: Do you want to explain what those rookie cards did last year? I'm not sure exactly if it'll play out the same way this year, but just for the people who might not know, what did those rookie cards get you last year?
1: for one they were tremendous art that was a tribute to two pets that had passed for two collectors here um so one they were just another piece you wanted but for the rookies that were gifted them uh they got you a spot on an exclusive wheel to hit base cards essentially it was a increased odds chance to participate alongside larger wallets um the formula was never revealed, but you know, if twenty-seven or so were burned, there was three base bun four on it, which was pretty good odds compared to other burn options, things like that. If you knew, I get it, saying, "Oh, it's not a sure thing if I burn," blah blah blah, you know, or I could sell these. It gave you it gave you options to to compete immediately in the league, so it was a it was just a boost for your first season and it's a great idea and there's still great pieces and you'd be insane not to take advantage of it. If you've been kind of flirting around, like pay the fee, get your cards and get, get involved.
0: And crouton, if we could speculate on how they might be changed in this new head to head format, how do you kind of see that playing out with rookie cards this time around?
2: I don't think it would change necessarily, I would imagine it's just a wheel that, you know, again, like last season, only rookies or, you know, Ashley was buying them from rookies and burning them because he wanted to get on that wheel too. So, you know, anyone can, anyone can be on it if you have a rookie garden, I imagine if you wanted to burn last year's rookie, that would be wholly acceptable as well. So anyone who wants to get on there can be on there, but it theoretically limits the pool of people you're competing with um so that you're not going up against retro and luch and dino and you know all the all the big wallets this is a special wheel where you've got a much better opportunity because many times certainly last season valentine's were sold in february and the season was may june july ish so if you miss valentine's and you didn't have any bulk inserts but you are a rookie you didn't really have anything um so i think it was a really kind of a way to level the playing field a bit. Now, this go around, we've had quite a few bulk opportunities for people. So there shouldn't be too, too many that are rookies that haven't had a shot at bulk inserts, but it's still enhances their opportunity to hit on that wheel. Um, and then pivoting back to, I know we already kind of moved on from this, but I did want to clarify something Luch said about having a range of collectors and on the team. I definitely said nothing about the level of spend. I want to clarify that. I didn't ever say that I don't want people only spend a certain amount. Yeah. What I was saying is that I can't teach you to care. You either do or you don't. If I have to harangue you to fill a form out, that's so probably yeah. Probably isn't that, a great fit. Probably isn't a great fit for the NFTs. Now there could be other teams that would be, you know, a better fit. I just wanted to clarify that I absolutely didn't ever say or insinuate that there's a level of spend that is required but i right. absolutely uh, expect you to care
1: uh yeah so I'll, I'll i'll book in on that too right like anytime you're free sending thoughts like uh kind of what i was saying is like we had like a personality uh portion of our roster we were filling out mm-hmm. like no matter what they were like it, it was just right, like right. we like this guy vibes with it like or or gal or whatever like so yeah it it wasn't to like box at another team on that. It was just like um to say like it wasn't just holdings that we thing. I had like a percentage in my head of like, okay, well this person's just fun in the chat. Maybe they'll come out around, you know. For oh, absolutely, but absolutely, whatever, absolutely. and not like knowing what or what they could or couldn't do. Right? Like it, you're good. So, I, I didn't. I didn't take it offensively. I just wanted to clarify for right. anyone. But listening, but yeah. it, but it gives me a chance to like add on to my thought there is like it wasn't also just saying like oh you exist we will we'll bring you in it was like a you have something you know like and 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 not all those people kept that momentum you know like even you know so like it's like that double whammy of like not only are you kind of like not even involved but you're also not involved you know so (laughs) i I, and the other thing i would just like piggyback I okay so I'm, i'm looking when you said like you thought the rookies from last season could be used again does i thought he had said it would just be for that season but the wording on the card does say can be burned in exclusive rookie airdrop drawings so i it, it i might... think it's fair game i don't know first... if they compound or whatnot i don't yeah. know i can't
2: say anything about that that would purely be speculation but i would imagine that if you felt so inclined to burn a uh a rookie that you know if you wanted to burn a series nine and series twelve uh, for example, I imagine that wouldn't be a problem.
1: I feel like there was a verbal some level of like this part just works for this season, so I wouldn't expect the compound. But it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, if you got a speculation shot again, I love these pieces. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm curious how that plays out.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely can't can't promise it would or wouldn't compound. Right. No okay. idea. But I do think that if you wanted to theoretically burn one from series nine during series 14, I bet that probably is allowed, but I could be wrong. And that'd be yeah. a good clarifying question for threes at some point.
1: I imagine it will, we'll find out quite soon. It's interesting that there is another rookie outfielder thing, but it's the trash and it's not the same. That's right. So Yeah. Were you searching it on the, on the guy I was looking up rookies and like the trash had pulled in on that thing. And so it was like, Oh yeah, maybe
0: there's also uh, a couple rookie stars. On there, have you noticed that where you know there's the one from okay. the Cardinale, the two different ones from the subs, and then I'm seeing uh Joan of Arc as well. It says rookie stars insert, which I've never realized. Yeah.
1: So talking about the season starting up, and obviously we're almost two-thirds into the pod today, but it's coming. Spring trainings coming real quick. Uh, what we got like another 10 days or something from the thing. What what is the startup toolbox you, or like, I guess to, to like share to somebody who hasn't done a season or maybe just one, I think the thing to keep in mind, you know, in, and we probably can't get too deep, maybe, maybe next week for some of this as well. is like, what does a toolbox for the season look like? You know, it looks like base for holder hits. It looks like, you know, swipe if you can. It looks like having enough inserts to burn every day, stay consistent. It's have some Tez to throw to the vault, and you should do that because it's good. It's part of the project.
0: Probably 3P. Huh? Probably 3P. Yeah. Madness tokens.
1: Yeah, if you sold off all your 3P back in the day, maybe you want to have a little on the side ready. But then also, those final chases, uh, what, 70% of the time, it's included some really tough burns? last time three friends or the, or the, the old 33s that were no longer valid. Previously, every one of every insert that had existed at that time. Um, You know, there's been some deep cuts. So like, what would you, you know, is there like three things you would call out for someone to kind of maybe try to have or be ready for, you know, like, what does that look like to you as we get ready? As it relates to 0-14? 0-14?
2: The, or the equivalent of an 0-14? Is that what you're yeah, asking? Yeah,
1: well, just of like being ready to try to compete for the whole chase.
2: Mm. That's tough. Um, certainly, obviously, we'll start at the very beginning. Bulk inserts, that's that's going to help you on every single drop except the chases and probably the that, that final boss level the uh, equivalent of the 14 whatever that's gonna be depending on how many numbers we have um this upcoming season as it relates to what it would be I couldn't even possibly
1: guess um
0: I feel like it's usually inserts like under a hundred editions you know it's something tough like Dick Sizzler that might be too low. I
1: thought it was three friends <laughs>
0: like, yeah those are know, one of I, ones too so yeah I, madness tokens could definitely be in there uh Rumble tokens possibly you know stuff like that.
1: Something something I would talk about, like originally from like my getting ramped up was kind of like thinking like, I mean, it's going to be about three seasons before you're really in the mix for the whole chase, you know, like your first by yourself, right? Your first task is like trying to collect all the ones for the, you know, one through five and the, you know, the things like that. And maybe it's picking a day over the other and talking to your team or trying to hit like some extras to where you can trade around and try to get your one through five and get that six and stuff like that but like i just wonder if there's some items that maybe stand out you know along with like oh it's a parade and it's a mm-hmm. you know it's a thing and it's a this and it's a this like you know i kind of i don't want maybe we think about it for like next week going in but like some some getting your war chest ready thoughts i wonder what that looks like um, I wonder if it's ever gonna start being like three chase cards from another series and things like that. Like if we're God, I hope
0: there. don't put that out there.
1: He doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> this is that supposed gonna... to be our, our spot to talk about it. Like that, okay. <laughs> so, real quick, the there's this thing about like discussing the project in the in the Discord, but we always used to get like like said like well don't don't try to guess on that thing because now i have to swivel away from it and it's always like that weird box of like well i kind of want to say like what if it's this and this and like where do we do it i think we can do it here like you know it's just like i hope we burn all the math jizz world cups get his triple face out of my wallet no i'm kidding <laughs> uh, but no i think it'd be interesting to try to like i think it'd be interesting next week all right let's say this just for next week come up with like three items and this isn't to pamper bags or something like this, but like it's gonna be kind of rare stuff. It's not gonna be like easier stuff, like to just like jump out and buy and like don't buy just based on what we're saying. But like I'd like to take at least our shot at like what do we think maybe gets involved in like the O 14 equivalent. I don't know. Yeah. Because that's the kind of stuff like when you st- when you talk about like the levels of getting your wallet ready. First is like get your inserts, you know, second is you know well inserts in your base utility right and your swipe first second and third but like fourth is like getting into those deep cut like how do I get prepared for the for the big thing so and
0: yeah. if you really want to collect you get two of them so you can burn one and keep
2: one <laughs> you know that I was having a conversation with someone in my dms earlier this week and it related to you know thinking about how a certain insert or card might be used in the future and they're asking you know what what is it that i have what do i what do i think about that or how it might come into play and i think maybe this surprised um him but i told them that i really don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about or speculating about how individual things come into play later mm-hmm. personally i'm not saying that that people shouldn't do that i'm not preventing anyone from doing that. I just don't, doesn't really affect my day to day. As it relates to things that I think about, I try to think more strategically about inserts or base cards. I don't think about, I, I, I haven't put a lot of time into thinking about what the equivalent of the O14 is like Lucha's question. I, I actually really don't spend much time thinking about that kind of stuff. Personally. I th- I
1: th- and I think that's because you're mostly prepared for it. And so like, I think that's just falls under those one of those, like what's our job here is to like, there's always that thing about like, you dummies, you didn't think about this until it gets called. And so like, I think, I I think occasionally we have to kind of like, at least like, share the thought process of getting ready at that. And like, like you said, yours, yours is that way, because you're always prepared, right? So like, yeah, yes and no, I you're right. I certainly have a lot of things in
2: my wallet. But I don't mean I don't think about it, because I have a lot of stuff. That's definitely not what I meant. I'm more mean, I can't possibly begin to predict how and what he's going to call in. Perhaps I take it too literally on the, like, don't speculate on that kind of stuff, or they like, you go, know, what does what a future season team look like? Or how will, what will the correlated Xs be? You know, I really don't spend time thinking about that kind of stuff because it really doesn't affect my... Does Even if I was exactly right, it wouldn't do anything for it. If I predicted what the correlated version of Xs are in the way that we know... Cardinali will be defrocked. This doesn't do anything for me, and I don't
1: want to. I don't know. Sure. Paint can. my thinking on that at all. Yeah, I think um, it'll be burning the three Z's Genesis eight Bedell. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to
2: be a very small addition if that is the uh, indeed the the requirement, because we have you know there's only only one guy who could do that. Boy, I don't know. He likes it. So if you were going to speculate,
0: there's a there's like a little uh, area that I wanted to explore, which was what if he called in a date or a year, and said, you know, it's certain inserts that span this one year. You know, if if you looked at addition sizes and kind of said like, oh, maybe that's a pool of two hundred or a hundred, you know, inserts across that one year, he might call something like that in. That's something that got my brain moving.
2: Yeah, and that's that's a great idea and a really good example. In my like, I'd never considered something like that but it highlights how it's only limited by his imagination which exactly you can go anywhere it's proven to be boundless and this is why whole, i don't this is why it's, that's actually kitsch well done that's a really good example of why i don't bother. because i'm like i'd never considered that um that's really fun and interesting and a cool idea I, i'm sure that if, about like paying attention to the details right like yeah, that yeah yeah if we pulled 100 Grotto people, I'm sure that there'd be 96 really cool ideas like that, and I'd be like, "Wow, I, I'd never really kind of contemplated something like that." And that's maybe the very best example of why that isn't something that I spend my time thinking about.
1: <laughs> well, we back to, to uh, <laughs> I, I think I think we should get to correlating uh, or like talk about spring training like yeah. more. Yeah. Let me grab yep. back to
0: spring training real quick. So, if anyone didn't wasn't here last time, go listen to episode eight of the podcast. We went over spring training uh, from last year, which was all about the leathers, right? Teaching us all the different aspects of the different colors of inserts, right? If I'm remembering that correctly, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it, I I believe that's correct. It was it was lessons on how the different things like push it forward and stuff, and getting new versions of that.
0: It kind of explained yeah. chases as well, because, you know, you got all the way to the end and got was the yellow one was the chase.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then there was also a voting event for a purple, right? That determined how that was distributed. It was uh, a red and blue voting event. Um, so that's fun. So fun. I would say the way threes works,
0: if we're talking about spring training again, these leathers might pop back up. So if you don't have a couple leathers, that might be something you could target as well.
1: That's a good shout. Um, it's true. They were used last spring training.
2: They were introduced, I should say.
0: Yeah. But do you think he does something similar with this spring training? Because he does like to actual, you know, pull the training in there of like, this, this is how the cards interact. So I wonder like, you know, we can speculate or not speculate on that, but I'm guessing it'll be
2: some sort of event to teach us the ropes again. I think that's a good bet. I would anticipate that the drill – is an actual drill and you'll be filling a form and making decisions and burning things. I think that's, I think that's a good guess. I think, I think we'll, I think we'll be playing Rio Grotto baseball.
1: And I think for GMs, it's a good time to pay attention to who might be headed to the participants or not. If we don't have to make that decision before then just to shout that out. So, you know, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's like, it's putting the beacon on the lighthouse, right? It's getting everybody home. Hey, you're going to want to start being involved even more, like there has been some laps, you know, whatever, but like the whole reason, you know, the big reason why we're here is is getting back, and if you're not around, you're not getting it again, so. Yeah, and we
2: got to talk about, you know, we had a lot of new people who've never experienced a season, yeah, how, how exciting and fun is it for us on that very first day where we see the team introduced, and team. Well, yeah. how great is that?
0: I mean, I'm smiling ear to ear just thinking about it, like not knowing what the team is and knowing that it's not going on the auction block this time around. We've learned that we're doing two teams at a time. We'll wait till next season to auction off two teams. But if we're going back to speculation, we look at high-waisted brothers, I can't help but think about Paul Russell's brother and how that is an
1: unnamed team that we don't know
0: about. And I wonder if that's what we get revealed this time around. Maybe not.
1: It's – the wire why are you here like that's always been my favorite part and i and i do wish the time between hasn't stretched as much but i and i get the long-term view of the project and things like that it'll be nice to get get that juice flowing uh aside from the other things that we do and we do a lot of stuff and it's great but i'm i'm ready
2: absence makes the heart grow really fonder luch there you go uh, so we
0: have a couple more topics and uh we're running long This It's gonna be a, a heater of an episode. Um at some point
1: we'll have to carry some over, but
0: yeah. is there any uh specific topic that we brought up that you want to hit next?
1: I mean, we've got to talk DP, right? Just a quick hit. Like, all right, so uh the NFTs lost their star pitcher this week. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> but like, all right, so real quick, like I I'm I'm in the camp of, and I I think it's funny. Like this project has a lot of people that started with like Nifty Gateway stuff. I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't know who Dot Pigeon was. I knew who the Pitcher Card was, and then I saw his art later, and I was like, eh. you know, it didn't really hit for me. I get I get the stuff, whatever. But he was never like my guy or something. I uh, this week his announcement that he's going away to focus on like canvas and stuff it's, it doesn't even make sense like if you're i i guess he's done some utility stuff but he's just the guy who mints his art from time to time right like he doesn't even have like a a, a normal high steady output or anything like why make that announcement but to tank your market I how do you guys view it I
2: well i, I mean i think pretty clearly it's like a good child a petulant child like a Loses a game, get them, crouton. You know, they didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit. They're gonna cry and leave the board game anyway. You know, like it's also ironic, right? Didn't he he released two new projects in the past six weeks, and now we're quitting. Is that because they all suck? And probably to make the sell? money he thought he would on it. Right. It's it, I, I personally find it disgusting. Good riddance. Um, and I
1: think, but, but I think it's the perfect like uh, end story for you know that the first piece of the NFT artists in the in the series or whatever. Like, it's perfect.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. I think we're going to see quite a few more artists here leaving this it's space. Like the space.
1: Second round of bingo. <laughs> I agree. It, the like the like quitting. <laughs> there's the manifold open edition bingo. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to get the quitting the space? Go, but I'm not really quitting. I'll be back. I'll just yeah, just- left the
2: door open. You know, I'll be back. You know, if I can get more internet monies from you guys at a time when this pumps again, I'll be back. But until then, you know, I never, you know, I, I got to leave now right. because this isn't what I signed up for. But I've taken what millions of dollars from you guys and delivered absolutely nothing of value. I think this, I mean, I don't know how you can see that kind of stuff and not have your conviction on three is hardened what is it i think a lot of people really don't fully acknowledge how impressive it is to build a project where every single piece has future utility think about that every single piece has utility that's a tremendous obligation and responsibility you can't just shit things out and then look <laughs> that's that's dot pigeon's entire collection right absolutely none of it is necessary. It doesn't exist for any reason. So why is it even an NFT? It's just a piece of digital art. I'm not criticizing anyone who collects art, but Therese has spoken previously about how the medium of the NFT is designed to do what Reese is doing with it, not just mint stuff and then send it out into the world. What Why do you need to own it? What is the benefit? What is the point? How do you interact with it?
0: That's just speculation on a token at
1: the end of the day. I I still, I mean, I still get connected to collecting certain stuff and digital ownership. And even if it does nothing else, even if it's just the same as a right-click save, there's there's a mental thing for some, but I don't think it justifies the cost of some, is where that line starts to hit. So I I do slightly defend the, you know, what's the point? There's a little point, but no, it certainly exposes the chasm in the well the- fair
2: versus- enough but my counter to that would be then then why is that pigeon leaving if he was that, trying to just it, create he doesn't even have to it's
1: still here like i that's what oh, i don't right. get about that it was a look at me but it, like the only thing it did was fuck over your holders at that point and that's oh. what boggles my mind and you know i kitch i know you've got i don't know how much of a dp guy you are or one some, piece I, got, I have the like, uh, first money that's you know more into them you know i i someone's in the grotto but like i think you know know, on a personal level but like i don't know if there was something i'm missing with him or something that's in line with who he is that we're not catching or something but it just looked like it was just like yeah it was a shitty tantrum
2: he's trash i mean it's if it was creating for the sake of creating then why would we be leaving because now we can't sell our stuff right portion all of it was just i want to take your money and now that I can't do that as well, I'm going to leave. And I'm angry that people sometimes lament the fact that they spent lots of money on stuff that's now worthless. And I'm going to leave the space temporarily. Again, you know, if some something restores itself and I can take more money from you guys, I'll be back to do that. But until then, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go do stuff on Canvas again.
1: What's crazy is like the better move there would have just been saying like, hey, I know people are concerned about supply or something. I can guarantee you the mints that we have or the focus, you know, my blah, blah, blah for the year. Like, I'm not going to produce anything more. Like, your rarity is intact. Anything other than, like, peace out, bitches. And, like, also, like, don't do, the, don't do your little self-dox at the end of the year or last year if you're going to then roll back and... Well, I mean, he may as well have been doxed the entire time. The idiot
2: has worn a ski mask but wears short sleeves and has extremely distinctive tattoos on his forearms. It's a fucking racket. He's goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Dot pigeon. Just to wrap this back around to our project here with threesomes. He was mentioning last night with Joel B a little bit about, you know, you know, they went into cactoid labs and they were talking about the DP exit a little bit. And he had mentioned, you know, Luch had mentioned just now how it's perfect, right? He's the first card. Now he's out of NFTs. And it goes to the point of like why the NFT teams was created in the first place, which was like, it's funny that we're like heralding these people as someone worthy to be put on like a baseball card, right? Like these are people that we idolize and da 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 da. And he's kind of making fun of. It. He's poking fun at like you know we're idolizing these people who just came into prominence out of nowhere basically. And I think it's funny how those dominoes are slowly going to fall on a lot.
2: Well, I'd hop in there. I don't think he's I don't think Threes is idolizing any any artist in series two personally. That's not oh, how no, I No, he's not. It.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's right. like right. okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the
2: opposite of idolizing. He's right. like making fun of people who do idolize yeah. them. Yeah. I've had conversations with people where they say, Oh, you know, they, they think that people and X copy are the best. And they're like, oh, all the other ones haven't done very well. That makes them less desirable. And well, certainly one interpretation.
0: We all want to scratch Pac's face off so fucking bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. but Lutz, you asked, you know, why? Why does he even bother doing this? He doesn't care. And why would he not say, "Oh, you know, your your rarity is intact." He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. And he's not going to do anything that creates more work for himself. So I'll just throw a tantrum and tell you, them leaving. I, I don't think that there was any thought put into it. Just like there wasn't any thought put into his artistic career that he likes to call it
1: so yeah all right we'll move we'll move on from him i just I well and shout out to raise like what is the thought process of like you see dot pigeon's announcement and so you list the threes version of it like it was just so funny to like see someone like have to list their dot pigeon threesomes card because dot pigeon announced his retirement like same day i amazing i love it it's a big brand offers
0: yeah, yeah four hundred bucks true. or something.
2: Yeah. Now, now the threesomes version is going to be a lot less valuable because Dot Pigeon isn't creating terrible JPEGs anymore. Oh no. Yeah.
1: I think. Really, I don't. I don't think. So. I, I I think he was saying it was time for a sale anyway. So it's like it. it kind of like takes care of the advertising. Like I, I I. It was just a very funny, bit of timing. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Speaking of timing, this is a rough segue. Event next week. Painting threesomes with threesomes in New York.
2: Wild, right? Super cool. I'm not going to be able to make it. Kitsch, what about you? Are you going to be able to?
0: No, I'm going to be seeing uh, Lil Wayne, a.k.a. Wheezy, um, where the the threesomes and threesies comes from. Um, no, I'll unfortunately not be there, but I am so sad that I'm not painting with the man himself with little tiny paintbrushes while Abana spends some records in the background. It's gonna I be would rather cool. be
2: nowhere else. Oh.
1: Luch, are you going to make it? I have officially checked flights. I don't know if I can do it or not. <laughs> Good for
2: you. He's 55. Hope you can make it. I'd love to see uh, love to see you and your, your work with a mini paintbrush. The,
1: the hampering aspect is some work obligations right now. Um, the flight isn't a question. The want to be there isn't a question. It's some stuff I'm having to have under my wing this month. And I don't know if I can make it work, but I'm.
0: So I'm not against doing this. If someone from the grotto does end up going and wants to come on the pod and talk about it next week,
1: I wouldn't mind hearing I, I, what I happened. I kind of wondered about doing live pod from it. Ooh.
0: Hey, I'm cool with that. I, it's on Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's play that by ear and see if we can get that going. The the only problem is it's going to be loud in there and, it already sounds like shit from what i can tell recording podcasts in there
1: well put we'll up some thing we're like it so hypothetically if cards fall i do like 15 minutes from there and you guys do a main show okay so, if you if you show up we'll do it right we'll shove you in a closet it'll be great yeah. so some some form of something from the event would be cool uh, yeah uh it is being considered for sure uh Good. what what do we have left do we want to grab a question or two or do we have something that like is time specific this week
2: we should do questions Hold before we hop into that though we didn't mention uh the two swipe sales since last oh, yeah. uh so we gotta give shout outs to hansi and espinosa right fantastic Two, two big swipe sales all-time highs just, right just roll yeah, really that cool number. Number. so yeah i actually wasn't on that lfg but he said he was going to be selling uh two at that 1600 level is that correct I believe so. Oh, yeah. Had it had it been announced that he was loose, like letting them loose at that? I wasn't on that pod. I think I heard that through the grapevine from someone who gotcha. was listening. Kits, were you there or no?
0: I was not there.
2: A it's a horrible goodness. effort from your podcast hosts. All of us, all three of us. Sorry, guys. I was on a work call then, but yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. still got a day job and some of those lfgs aren't getting reposted yet but uh i know <laughs> so, yeah. one of the collectors had a combo with threesomes the other day about making sure those get up and he was going to work on making sure those get reposted more efficiently or whatever so some of those so, yeah we looking at the price uh at the transaction history
2: here we had a swipe sell on the 29th of march the 30th and the 31st so three days in a row 1600 to pandemic the next day 1600.33, obviously for Espinosa, and then the following day, Hansi totally resets the market again and goes 1603.33. So, congratulations to all three of those guys. I know pandemic happened live while we were on the pod last week, so he got his uh, he got his flowers, but uh, we didn't get to celebrate Espinosa and Hansi. So, nice job, guys!
1: Um, really, was- really cool. Also, a little quick shout to something I didn't notice until just now—that Razor slipped in. That I was keeping an eye on, was Razor grabbed a couple of the turn back the clock swipes, which I think is going to be a play down the road. I think Good prices
0: a, too, like one yeah, eighty.
1: right at two hundred, which is right where the any of those threes miss ones should be leaving that that orbit. So I'd hoped like one would hang around. I just noticed he had scooped him off. So like. I just I think there will be something to come into play with that down the road more. So,
0: well, with Tater's question from last time, we were talking about some inserts that we thought were undervalued, and I think I waited a whole eighteen
1: hours, like you said, that Luke, either so- of Tater's questions.
0: <laughs> I had to pop that Godzilla. I couldn't look
1: at it any longer,
0: and then Tater's question came over about
1: the top. His and taxes.
0: <laughs> oh, you're
2: right. That
0: question Brendan. was from. Let me get this correct. That's Brendan. Yeah. Brendan, thank you,
2: thank you. Good, good question, Brandon. By the way, nice job. Yeah, terrible questions, Tater. <laughs> we still love you anyway, though.
0: Razor came over the top of me and bought another Godzilla for even more. I think the floor on that now is seven, seven, seven. So I think he
1: caught that one via offer. Yeah, taser, or Taser, Razor was on a run this week.
0: Yeah, Razor, Blazer, a- Blazer yeah. Taser.
1: Yeah, Razor really put together a nice week.
2: Added a lot of really neat things to his collection. They'll, uh they're going to pay dividends for them. Those are really good moves. Each and every one of them. I like it. We want to get into some questions for this week.
1: We have good ones.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna skip Tater for a second because you got a bunch of questions in there and go down to Ronomac. I haven't read any of these yet. So good. either way. Cool. So Ronomac's got two questions. First one, uh, we always have new people joining and possibly not knowing how or where to start from a collecting standpoint. Besides the power swipe and inserts at the first drop opportunity. If you have a little bag... How would you go about building a collection? Um, hold on, there's more. Maybe as a second part to that, if you had 3,500 Tez, how would you spend it? So first question is, if you have a small bag, how do you go about building a collection? We'll, we'll handle that one first.
1: You want to start? If you have a small bag? Let's
0: say you have 500 Tez. Yeah. you buy buying two base uh, cards. You're buying as many inserts as possible, waiting for a bulk insert drop.
1: No, I'm I'm staying involved in the day to day and seeing what's going on and trying to find a ramp in the day to day. If there's a piece I covet at a certain thing that's within my price range, I buy it now before I can't. But everything else, I start to on ramp with. I, th- I think it was a talk with FOMO Boy one time about like chasing some of the older stuff versus just gearing up for what's to come. You know, I I think it depends on your timing in the year. But, you know, if you're closer to some kind of next insert drop or something like that, that's where you push some chips in. And then you've got things that can work with upcoming events and things. Um, It is a tough place. But, I mean, I would grab maybe. What I would do is I'd try to, like, I would show intent. And I would go into, like, want to buy. And specify, like what you are looking to spend and like just like look for some opportunities to just do a bulk insert buy or something from people that maybe is available maybe someone will sell 50 judys you know for some price or something like that versus having to click 50 times an object um but i would get some i i would maybe try to scoop some inserts as they come up like i'd look uh, yeah i would i would first focus on do i like something that i can buy and just hold and then go from there like knowing what you can do going forward but i'd look for opportunities that drop which are going to be harder without a swipe right but you know the next insert pickup or something like that it's it's a tough spot yeah, I like that. I think that's a good idea. Maybe, maybe a
2: little bit of everything. Try to do something like that. Maybe a couple oranges, maybe a couple gourds, maybe some valentines, maybe some black and whites, something like that. Get you a little bit of a a bag of different inserts. I think that's maybe a good idea. As you start to move up, you know, as on Max's question says, you know, he as the second part of the question, as the bag gets a little bigger, you know, this one's a little time sensitive given what we're about to do here soon. But I still think there's a really Interesting opportunity for someone to come in and get some gray Marlenas, get some colored Marlenas, get a cat mom, get a sub, and you're in a position to paint those here imminently. Not sure exactly when. I know it's been teased that it was before series uh, start of season ten. Perhaps that's changed, but it is coming. We do know that we will insert and correlate. Uh, we will paint and correlate every single series. Cat moms and subs are painted next, and then we're correlating the cardinale. And we've had a little run on cardinale here. So I still think it's uh there's a really attractive opportunity for someone who's either new or not prepared for painting to get the things requisite for painting and come in. And you know, when you think about it, all we've done is paint X's prior to this. So you know, if you can get yourself a painted cat mom and a, a painted sub you're you're in a good spot yeah uh, in
1: ways that i think people maybe don't don't think about on a day-to-day basis uh if we're talking about the 3500 and it's all stuff you would spend right like it's not just saying like oh i could do up to or like you're, lo- you're looking around and you're making a decision like i like this this isn't dp bug it on me real quick or something like that right um it I'd I'd prioritize the swipe because you know if if it turns out it's not for you in eight months or something like that you're going to be able to do just fine if you need to leave it the other way but like we've been told that's the access to future drop opportunity so it would suck to me to spend thirty five hundred kind of building everything up and miss the piece that is the future so I yeah, prioritize that's a good call um then i would then it goes back to like what's your goal here right like obviously the opportunity to get something painted is big um so i I do like that idea um the other thing i i still just like kind of look at like building your insert bag a bit but also i i you've got a little more freedom to start saying like there's a piece or two that may not be available down the road that are some of these like of you know 19 or less insert type things maybe prioritize one of those you know look at mother's day and father's day coming up you know maybe grab some of those racial universe items or something but um see if you can pop an offer on a quad or just you know like because quads quads don't move much um but they also get forgotten a little bit at times even though they're a big part What's your um, thought
0: on paying a little bit more like a pricier purchase on like, say, a monster or an NFT card versus saying getting four card that helps you defrock them? Like, I guess it comes back to, you know, what, what you're playing for, but.
1: It, yeah. So if I'm wandering in and I'm trying to get started. And also my experience is kind of tied into this where I wish I would have prioritized those a little bit more. There's there's a few of those first few seasons that just don't move very often and if you have the opportunity to and you like them you got to keep in mind like the hit utility on them on the wheel is going to increase you know and keep increasing so like those are good those are a good thing i would personally like my my type of collecting is i like the i i would want those first and it's just like to me um i if I'm wandering in, this is this is a very personal like level of collecting, right? Um, I I like Crouton's idea, like getting something painted, getting something correlated is going to take a while to do. It's harder to do. But to me, when I collect a lot of times, I collect based on my journey. And not have if I'm wandering in and I wasn't here for like the cardinal cardinality announcement and things like that, and I know other people are focused on that. I'm probably focused on it with future series that I'm more of a part of. Um, And I'm looking for stuff that's going to be harder to pick from the, you know, if there's older stuff that just like really resonates with me. And if you're coming in here and you're ready to spend 3,500, something has resonated with you. And I would almost make sure to prioritize those older base and, and older, like of a few inserts, like a Godzilla or something like that. If those are, something that resonates with you now because the the hands that will sell those are very few um,
2: yeah I, I, think that's, I think that's good advice and i think it's not terribly dissimilar from what i'm saying about painting too where you know there are no painted x's for sale
1: and no. go look at the holders was, i i wasn't able to paint one the only I wasn't either. i was able to buy one is because i was buying a few other things from the from was it a collector die? collector die. And it was like a I don't really want to sell this, but I know I have a couple of them and I'll throw it. It was like a man, I'm doing all this like we got to you know let, let's make this part happen because I need one of those at my wheelhouse. So like it was a it was a tough part of the deal.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you. That that I think this will be interesting for listeners to hear too is that you you weren't you didn't have that stuff. At the time when, I know you, you and I kind of clicked for us around similar times. I didn't, I wasn't here for a painted Xs uh, which should kind of tell you how long ago that was. And then you got to ask yourself, the individuals that did have base card paint with, did have colored Marlanas, did have gray Marlanas, and filled the form out that, that week, the people that are still around that did that. Don't sell their stuff, guys like Dino, Ratro, etc. Um, so it's it's really hard to shake those loose. I agree, and that's why I think that you know, this painting event here for people is a really interesting inflection point where the ability to to buy that, you know, it's, might be harder than you think. But I guess we're gonna find out here soon. Um, Reach
1: up to make your own is very important. That's why, like, we shouted out the gray canvases last week, right? It was like, yes. That's your building block. There's never going to be more. Um, That's right. We do know. We do know that. So, yep. Um
0: and then Ronald yeah. Mac had another uh, a funny question. Um, how do you think three's lost his virginity? I think he's still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the way he talks about sex, he's that man's never had any. I think. I think he's
2: hiding. I think he's hiding something. I don't, I think, <laughs> I don't know how to explain the Dino thing, but. I'm gonna
1: attribute that to he's adopted. Um, I'm gonna say uh, fourth period, janitor closet, lights off, with the janitor. I'm not gonna specify, but yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. I like to believe that it, it was a
2: threesome. It was his first time. I think that that checks out too. Yeah,
1: I think, I think both of your
2: theories make more sense than mine, probably.
1: I I I I wanted to I want to throw in with the cannon on yours, but um, you know I don't. What's what's good content if we can't disagree? That's right. <laughs> Lively debate.
0: So uh, John Manoodle gave us some praise on here, and um, he's got a question. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not hounding on you here, John Manoodle. But you know, if you're asking about when something's going to happen, we don't know. Um, you know, you're, you're asking about when three Z gen two is going to reveal i think we've been told that we're waiting on wallet connect for that um so that's that's in the future we have no idea when that's going to happen but we're obviously looking forward to it as well i know he said
2: that they're done right we heard yes. that they're done i i also believe at the time when he announced that they were done that we'd get them before series 10 uh, before season 10 i would think um, so
1: for utility for
2: correct. Not, no right right but I believe that we would see them correct for for this iteration and wave of painting and correlating only the gen ones are going to have utility right So, yeah, I think I think soon, soon, my friend, I'm,
1: I'm excited to see them as well, depending on when you listen to this either soon or already did. Right, of course,
0: that's true. Yeah. And I would say let's skip uh, Tater's questions. You got really three really good ones on there, and I want to save them for next time because they're broader things that we can talk about. And I like those, so you guys could with kicking those to next time.
2: Yeah, let's do that.
0: So I did get one question from Kells in the DM. She couldn't find the uh, the mm-hmm. form.
1: PP from Kells this week, by the way. Yeah, fire.
2: Really nice. Love and yours my... too, Luch.
1: Yours <laughs> too. Mine's mine's fun, but like just like that. I, I'm I'm proud of it. Blah blah blah. But like that animation, the 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 heart of it, like it just it it fits. It's so good. Like I just I appreciate it. But like I, it was one of those like oh damn, like this is good. You know, like, that's it, an homage. That, it fits outside the meme part of it. Like it's just a damn good fan piece. Yeah.
0: But Kel's asked to um, do any of us know because I didn't know the answer to this. On the swipe, there is you know the screenshot of his phone. And it's the laundromat in the background it was wondering about do we know the origin of why the, his phone background was a laundromat I thought I he
1: was saying, yeah good I thought he was saying he was at the laundromat when the email came in and he snapshotted it and I thought the laundromat was added as like the where he was when the announcement came in That was my understanding of it
2: okay I I don't you could be right I I was only the impression it's just a picture he took that was his background on his
1: so phone he liked it and the lore grows none of us really know look at yeah. that well i think he's talked about it i think it's an answer we could get <laughs> yes I, he is yes I, I think
2: we simply don't
0: remember i'll it. table I, that one until he gets back on and we'll ask him in person we'll finally get to the bottom of that one i'm sure it's it's you know encased in stone on one of his lfgs somewhere but good luck digging through all that for sure Any closing words, guys? I think this has been a a great week. We're in for a, you know, a kind of a slower week next week, hopefully, getting ready to ramp up into spring training. But any closing words
2: for uh, the bleachers out there? I'm looking at the swipe now. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're good. Oh, death. Another good talk, guys. Thanks. I appreciate the questions as well. Um, Yeah. Anything you guys want us to discuss? Feel free to fire questions in. happy to speak to them. And yeah, let's, let's do taters next week. They are, uh, they're You're good ones. They're just going to take time. Jesus.
1: Hmm. Sorry. I, I talked to I'm so jealous of anybody going, if they're going.
2: Yeah. Have fun at the event.
0: If Luch ends up going, we can't wait to do something live there. We'll figure that out in the coming days, but uh, look forward to talking to you again in a week. Okay. Right, Bye everyone. Yep. Thanks for participating in our podcast project.